Welcome to the Fully Authentic Podcast, the podcast where I help you live authentically in a world full of deception. Buenos dias, todo el mundo. Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back. Kicking off episode two of the Fully Authentic Podcast, we have Corey LeBoy. What up? What up? Do you want to introduce yourself to the people and let them know who you are? Yeah, um, my name's Corey LeBoy. Um, I'm from Springfield, Mass. And basically, I just work out and work all the time. Decided to pick up a camera. And now I'm on social media, inspiring people all around the world. I love that. So like you said, you started working out. Um, what made you start your fitness journey? So it's a pretty basic story, you know, the usual cliche story. Mm-hmm. Um, being in high school, I was a natural athlete. Mm-hmm. Short, weak, you know, <laughs> the basic stuff, glasses, <laughs> messed up teeth. What sports did I play? I played like three different sports. So I started off wrestling. which is when I discovered I was way weaker than I thought I was. But then I injured my knee, so I got into volleyball and basketball afterwards. Okay, okay. Well, as a volleyball and basketball athlete, I know know the sports. Um, But other than that, that sparked your um, journey to going to the gym? Yeah, so I wanted to be stronger because my insecurities started – being a younger athlete but being the smaller guy on the court or the wrestling mat at such a young age um you know entering high school I was 14 years old and I weighed like probably like 150 pounds at Mm -hmm. the time but it was also a confidence thing for me like you know I had the glasses I was skinny nobody was paying attention to me we all want friends at the time right And, and then I actually had a leg injury when I was 15 So my older brother, Angel, actually introduced me to the gym when I was 16 so I could get my legs stronger. And then when I like started noticing the leg growth and the leg strength, I decided to transform my whole body because I noticed it was like giving me confidence all around. It's like an addiction, low key. Like once you start, (laughs) like a lot of people start going to the gym because they, you know, they want to fix like something about their body. And then, like, once you start seeing results, it just gets addicting. You're just like, all right, what yeah. can I do? Like, how big can I get? And all that. Um, so now that years have passed and you picked up a camera, you start inspiring people through social media and stuff, what made you want to share your story and, like, just your journey in general with people on social media? So honestly, at first, I didn't want to. I wanted to keep all my secrets to myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, being the outcast in high school, trying to fit in and, you know, people coming to you and like, yo, you want to hang out? How you do this? How you do that? You're kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm the new kid on the block now. Like you want to, you want to get inspired by me now. So at first I didn't want to, but then I don't know what caused it, but my mind just switched where my closer friends started asking me like if they could get help. And so I took my friend, Matthew, shout out Matthew. If you listen to this, you probably will into the gym probably like two or three years ago and seeing his progress somehow felt better than my own progress so it it was like a little brother thing because um being the youngest I didn't have my own little brother so I took him under my wing I helped him you know on his fitness journey and it was like damn I'm looking at my little brother grow up kind of thing so he actually planted the seed 
in my brain to buy a camera. But I was like, bro, I don't know how to mess with no cameras. I don't know how to edit. I don't even know how a laptop works. None of that stuff, right? So before buying the camera, I started using my iPhone. So I started practicing with my phone, different angles. I was still a little too shy to post on social media, but more friends in person kept asking me. And it was hard to work out with so many people at one time. Right. I'm not a big fan of working out with like three or four people at a time. So I actually started making videos and editing them and sending them to them, to my friends in group chats. And they were like, bro, why don't you just start posting this on like Instagram or YouTube? And at the time, I didn't think about like how much attention I would get or anything. I just didn't want those insecurities of mine to be on screen. I didn't show them to my friends, but they're still in my brain. So when I'm watching the videos, I'm like, damn, this looks weird. That looks weird. My form's off. Mm -hmm. I don't look as big as I feel, you know, the small stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I posted my first video and then the questions started coming in with only 20 followers. Somehow, you know, Matt uh, shared my video. Then my mom and dad shared my video and then my cousins shared my video. So in like, I want to say like 48 hours, I had like 500 followers on my Instagram already. Mm -hmm. And all the questions were like, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? So it just kept going from there, honestly. Okay. okay. I definitely feel that because when I first started recording, um, one, I have the iPhone 12 Max Pro now, but I was, I think at a seven at the time. And like, at the seven, like when you're on the iPhone 7, that's the only thing that's out. Like you think you got the hottest camera out there. And you're just like, oh, I'm upgrading my phone because of the camera. And <laughs> yeah. when I look back on it, I'm like, yo, this this is bad quality. Um, and like I said, on Saturday, we're going to work on like the angles and setting up my camera and stuff. Because in 2022, I'm coming in with the pressure. But um, I know what it feels like to like look back at your videos and you're just like, damn, I feel 10 times bigger than what I actually look because I look back at my own videos. Yeah. I was in powerhouse and I was like, yo, I thought I was a lot bigger than what I look like in those videos. I actually seen you in powerhouse, though. Did you before? Yeah. Uh, how long ago was this? I, I think it was like when I first joined. I think it was around this time last year. I joined in. I want to say like March last year and I seen you working out. And honestly, I looked at you and I was like, yo, this girl kind of seems like she knows what she's doing, but you were so to yourself. And it was like (laughs) not looking in a mirror, but Mm -hmm. like, if you know me, you know, headphones on beanie on whatever I'm wearing on not coming off camera. Nobody's around me Mm -hmm. as packed as the gym can be. Nobody's around me. And I noticed you were moving the same way. So I was like, who is this person? Right. I, and somehow, so, somehow we came across each other on Instagram, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know how, but and here we are on the podcast together. You know what I mean? Wow. One, I did not know that you found me a powerhouse. When I was at powerhouse, I was just getting out of my first attempt of veganism. So I was so skinny. And then I had just moved to Springfield. So I did not know like, like anybody in the area. Um, the gym was completely different than the edge in Connecticut. 
like aesthetic wise and all of that so I was just trying to find my place in this new gym and like trying to figure out the time and like saying hi to people because when I go to the gym like I like to say hi to people but just again keep to myself when I'm working out um but I that's when I also started recording like a lot because I was like nobody knows me here um even though like I archive so many videos um wow I did not know that look at that small world. <laughs> yeah yeah small world. I felt the same way though coming into powerhouse it's so it was way small because I went to LA fitness at first mm-hmm. so that's where all the recordings happen but then I like not to like bash on people but energy is a thing for me so I wanted to be around people that worked out like I did like I wanted to slam the weights I was that guy at one point I wanted to grunt a little bit right Mm -hmm. so you know how powerhouse is they have all those big dudes that but now it's like oh man you're being a little too extra but also I didn't carry the camera at first so probably like um I want to say my first two three months going Mm -hmm. I was just too not shy but like yo who's gonna react to what is that my is that my tone going off? It is. It is. Can you hear it? Yeah. No. But it's okay. It's okay. What is that? Um, Bro, I don't know what that is. It's all right. Um, popular guy getting the notifications. Um, no, 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 no. That's not my phone. That's my laptop. I don't know, I don't know how to shut it off. Um well, now that you have a following on like social media, how has that kind of like changed your life and like your just perspective on things? So honestly, it didn't really change too much because I just thought of it as um, whoever supports me, those are like my friends, like they needed help. So I post videos to help people. The only difference is I don't really know them personally, mm-hmm. but they still come out of their way to ask questions so I just answer them like anyone else you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like you always have those social media friends quote-unquote that like support you and like you don't know them personally but like every video they're commenting like they're DMing you like good job and like those little things feel so good because it just shows that like this world is so divided in many aspects, but like fitness can always bring people together and like just sharing your journey. A, a lot of people have like similarities and stuff like that. So I feel that. Um, yeah. Did you ever feel like uncomfortable um, being vulnerable with social media? Like when you first started? Hmm. <laughs> uh, at first, definitely, you know, I wanted to be the confident guy on screen and only the confident guy on screen but then tiktok came around and i started to realize like my videos started getting more attention when i started putting my thoughts over the workout so it was like an exercise but a paragraph of my feelings and a sound and the amount of engagement there showed me how much more people actually relate to you being vulnerable than being the strongest person in the room you know what I mean so it got easier because I felt more authentic like I don't like walking around acting like I'm happy all the time like I'm having a good day every single day and I make it known like hey I'm not going to put on this like fake image for you guys this is how it is and if you relate like you relate and I can help you you know what I mean because at the end of the day we still got to do what we got to do no matter how we feel so it honestly just became easier because 
you know, people that relate also are like, yo, you're not alone. So it's also a reminder for yourself. Like you're not the only person going through this. It only makes you more human to be real no matter what you're doing than to be like, oh, I'm happy all the time type thing. And that's why you're on the Fully Authentic podcast because (laughs) that's what we're all about here. Like there's so much beauty that comes in vulnerability, like so much love and so much emotion that again brings people together and just allows them to feel like they're not alone and also you because sometimes in your journey you're gonna have self-doubts about yourself and you're gonna go through these patches where you're like damn like all this work for what like I'm not even at the um, peak of what I want to do or how I want to look and stuff like that but then again those constant reminders of those people that you're helping are helping you so it's just a good feeling um, all around. And with that being said, was there any moment in your journey where like you wanted to quit? Yeah, like my whole first year, my whole first year, not only because like the confidence thing, but coming back off a leg injury, um, it was just painful. So like every day, knowing that my right leg is way skinnier than my my left leg um, on top of the insecurities, Um, having your older brother be around you pushing all this weight and then you know you tried to do something that's good for you you know I was 15 he was 18 at the time so obviously he's stronger but something that I feel like I should be doing and I couldn't do it it made me want to quit every day like what's the point but you know I give it to my brother for my vulnerability because he really sat me down and was like yo I'm I'm just like you I just don't show it because I have to like support you. And I'm trying to be as strong as I can to get you through this hard time. But then when he started opening up and like really telling me like, you're not alone, I'm gonna get you through this. We're going to get you stronger. We're going to build that confidence. I took that, you know, older brother mentality, like I said earlier, and gave it to Matt because I didn't have that younger brother. So it really sparked from my brother, Angel. So shout out, Angel. I'm definitely going to make sure he's listening to he's listening to this. You know, it's crazy, <laughs> but that, you know, he helped you so much on your journey because I feel like I have the opposite because I'm an only child um, and I didn't have anybody in my family that was like big on fitness or anything like that. In high school, I did play volleyball and basketball and all that. And then um, in college, same thing, I played basketball, but the gym is just a completely different environment than like playing a sport. Like you could be lifting with your team or whatever, but it's just completely different when you're isolated and you're going through your own stuff and you're pushing yourself mentally and physically at the gym. So although you picked up from your brother and then you kind of um, picked up that, um, I guess, older brother feeling for Matt, I didn't have that but I wanted to be that for somebody else so I think that also um is a reason why I wanted to share my journey and just like help other be that older sister that like they might not have um and did you ever feel like judged like for becoming a quote-unquote gym rat or like oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) I made a little a little funny TikTok about that one so did you see that trend where there was like a fake smile and then people would look in the mirror with the straight face, but the smile filter was still on their face. Mm-mm. So it's like they're hiding their true feelings on the topic. No, no. no. Well, anyways, uh, 
I made a video that goes, uh, when the people that were talking shit about you in the beginning ask you for workout tips. Yes. And the filter was me smiling, but you could see my actual face off the mirror with a straight face kind of thing. I so, yeah, I got bashed all the time. Yes, I always tell people that, like, there's fat shaming and there's also fit shaming. Like, people talk so much crap about people that go to the gym all the time. Um, I've gotten fit shamed, like, plenty of times in my life. And it's, again, those same people that, like, used to talk crap or, like, used to talk down saying, like, who do you think that you are? Like, you're an influencer, you're this, you're that that are now in my DMs saying like, oh, can you help me out, sis? Like, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah. I'm like, didn't you just say this like two years ago? But I also, the new healed version of me puts that to the side because I just think that one, that just portrays their insecurities and like the things that they're going through. But I've also realized that a lot of people won't support you until you have specific numbers and a specific status attached to you. So like, although I don't have a big following like you do or whatnot, I feel like a lot of people see that potential and then they start feeling some type about it. But then when they see like somebody else reposting you or reposting their videos and all that, then that's when they want to hop on. And then they're, they're reposting your videos too, saying like, let's go, let's do this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna appreciate the love, but I always think in the back of my head, like, all right, this is fake love. This is real love. This is genuine. Like this is not and stuff. And I think that's so important, especially when you're trying to build something because when people are like climbing up to the top, quote unquote, um, there's going to be so many people that use your ego for, for themselves. And we don't have that. We don't accept that over here. We can't like, mm -mm. it's Uh, crazy. It's crazy that you mentioned uh, the, they support you when you get, when you get certain numbers, mm -hmm. I promise you it's crazy. I have a video for everything. So (laughs) (laughs) I also use the audio recently and that video actually blew up too, but the video is not the point. Um, the sound was what really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how I woke up feeling like that on that specific day. And then for whatever reason, that sound just popped up on my explore page. But it's something along the lines of you have to do it alone. And they're only going to support you when the work is already done. Yep. Kind of thing. Nice. And also when it goes back to you know, people hating on you or, you know, questioning what you're doing at first to then wanting to hop on the train when you're actually doing it. What I learned to really focus on is like how people think of like these encounters, like me and you were helping each other out. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but some people treat it as a transaction more than, Hey, can like, can I actually support you kind of thing? Mm -hmm. So there was people that wouldn't talk to me at all or bash me for having a camera in powerhouse specifically not to, you know, shit on anyone in the gym, but if they hear this, they know who, who you are, but, um, who they are, I meant to say. Um, but then all of a sudden they want to be my best friend and work out, but they won't work out with me unless I take out the camera. And I noticed that because the few chances I gave these people, 
mm-hmm. it's like, yo, do you mind taking out your camera? And it's like, yo, I lie and say, you know, it's it's at home. I don't have it with me today. All right, bro, I think I got to go or something popped up. And you know what I mean? So not every encounter is real support. It's more of a transaction. Like, what can I get out of this guy now that he's doing good? Mm-hmm. You and really have to pay attention to that. Of course. And then you also have those people that when they're showing you like support, they expect it back from you. So like, oh, yeah. a lot of the time, like if a, somebody reposts my picture, my story, like I'm gonna keep a mental note of that, but I don't necessarily put it in my head that whenever they post something, I'm gonna like repost it because yep. I'm reposting something is genuinely out of like my heart and my kindness and my love for them or whatever they put out. Um, so that's crazy that you had people like literally. It happens. It's weird. It's weird. I actually got blocked for um, not reposting somebody's story before, too. It's, it could be. There's a lot. So like when you get a little bit of followers, because I don't want to say I'm like popping or anything because I'm, you know, I'm humble. Right. Well, I'm going to give you the credit. People, where, but do your <laughs> humbleness. Yeah. But uh, thank you. I appreciate that. But people don't see it that way from an outsider's uh, perspective. Like, for example, we do it for famous YouTubers. We're like, damn, they're popping. They got all these supporters or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm starting to get a little bit of like attention, Mm -hmm. I'd like to say I'm starting to get that feeling, too. And relating to, you know, these big, you know, social media stars, because like you said, I'm going to share your stuff. If I genuinely mess with it, just because you genuinely mess with mine doesn't mean I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to repost you on my story because the fact that you blocked me going back to the transaction stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, I shared his story. He's going to share mine. It's not always the case. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you get a little bit of attention, you almost have to watch your back more than you ever had to. And it could be stressful. So my biggest like advice is to like really sit down sometimes, put the phone away, put the camera away and just remember who you are and where you started. Mm-hmm. Because now that you have attention doesn't mean you're better than anyone, but people are going to try to make you seem like that because you're not helping them get to the point that you struggle to get to by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where like comparison of somebody's chapter one to somebody's chapter 10 is really the thief of joy. And I always tell people like, one, I don't like when people say they want to look like me because I'm like, no, you should want to look like yourself and become the best version of yourself. Like, I know you mean it in like a compliment, but like, don't say it like that, reword it. Um, But two, it's also like, oh, um, how did you do it? How you do this? How you do that? And I'm just like, I'm on like year three now. Like you just started a week ago and I'm going to (laughs) continue helping you, but I'm on year three and I've gone through so many trials and tribulations to get to where I'm at. Like I'm vegan now. This is my second attempt to veganism. I'm eight months strong. Um, A completely different way of training Um, supplement wise. Like you're so naive to certain things. So I'm like, is this even healthy? Is this not healthy? Like I'm going to recommend this, but now looking back on certain things I recommended, I'm like, damn, I should have never recommended that because that's not healthy and I don't use that anymore and stuff. So it's like an evolving 
like transformation within yourself, but also what you're sharing to the people because like your ideology on certain things just change. Um, so ah, I still can't believe that that happened. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now looking back on your past self, like how do you feel on like not only your journey, but um, like physique wise, but like how you've come a long way with like helping people? So um looking back i i never forget where i came from like i said mm -hmm. and sometimes i still can't believe what's going on mm -hmm. like one day i just decided to pick up the camera make videos now i got all these people asking me questions and i used and i used to be the person asking other people questions you know and i still do so it's like a, a learning process but looking back this generates a question for you, actually. So that my answer is pretty much like looking back. I just don't forget where I came from. But the, I ask myself this question all the time. Um, would you talk to your past self or would you talk to your future self? Because when I think of the past, I'm like, yo, I've went through that already. Right. So it generates the question, like, where am I going to go? But then I'm like, if I talk to my future self, it, I lose the excitement of the journey. So would you rather talk to your past self or your future self? You know what's funny? So I usually have, like, questions of the day on my um, Instagram story. And I think I posted this, like, before we started following each other. And I asked the same exact question. And when I had wrote it, I was thinking about it myself. And I think... I would talk to my future self because like you said, my past, I've already gone through it. And like, what am I going to tell myself? Like, damn, you should have left certain situations or people like quicker than what you did. Yeah. I think that I don't necessarily need to tell my future self what is gonna happen because uh, technically I don't know what's gonna happen, but I could just tell her that everything's gonna be okay and that we're working towards this. So when I get to that future self, I'm, I'm gonna always remember the conversation I had and be like, damn, she was working on this in 2022. Now we're in 2023 and she already accomplished X, Y, Z. Um, so I don't yeah. think it necessarily is losing the excitement. If anything, it's gonna get you more excited for what's to come. If everything right. goes right, but, of course. <laughs> for me, when I think of talking to my future self, mm -hmm. I picture it as my future self talking to me now, because technically I'll be the past me. So I'm like, would that conversation ever happen if it was gonna? Because look at my mindset now. I, I probably wouldn't talk to my past self right now. So who's to say that my mindset even, even changes? What if my future self doesn't want to talk to me? So that's when I start living in the moment again you know what's done is done and what's to come is going to come but i have the control of the outcome today you know what i mean i don't know why i just got so deep but that question been sitting in my mind all week and i just needed a second opinion but that one question keeps me like sane in the moment mm -hmm. so it's like yeah obviously i want to be better but if i see where i end up like then i'm going to try too hard to get to that point and it's almost like altering the timeline. Like, what if I make a mistake or didn't make the same decisions that my future self did? And now I end up in a, in a different direction. You know what I mean? 
that's what I meant by like losing the excitement for it. Cause I don't want to see where I end up. Mm-hmm. Cause I, cause I, I'm not even too focused on where this could take me right now. I'm just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. It's like a double edged sword past me, the future me. I don't know where to go. <laughs> just got super philosophical I love it because I'm philosophical um I wasn't ready for that um but you know it's something that I think about often myself too because this is completely going off the topic of uh, like the gym but that's okay um I grew up like believing in God. I still believe in God, but there's a huge debate between um, like Christianity and like manifestation and all that, because a lot of Christians believe that manifestation is like witchcraft. And like, if you go to a tarot card reader or you go to a psychic, like that's not um, part of like God's plan and all of this other stuff. And I'm like very big on manifestation and I've tied it into what I believe in, in God and whatnot and it comes up all the time in my head of like okay do I go to a tarot card reader and just like see where like the energy is right now but then I'm just like no I don't want to know and then it's just a constant battle so that just kind of ties into that (laughs) and it's I don't know I think deep sometimes and and just to I just want to point out I'm not too religious but I do believe so Mm -hmm. I actually, this is crazy that you brought that up because just yesterday I was talking to my um, supervisor because he was talking to me. I was having a rough day yesterday mm-hmm. and I was just letting him know my mind's all over the place. I feel like I'm trying to do too much at once. And then he mentioned praying and how he's a born again Christian. So mm-hmm. I asked him the question, do you, do you see manifesting like equivalent to praying? Like, do you see any similarities and he kind of laughed at me a little bit, not kind of like disregarding what I'm saying, but he was like, prayer, prayer, prayer. So I really sat down on my lunch break and I was like, how does man, how can manifesting tie into prayer? Well, for me specifically, when I pray, you know, I, th- I thank God for what's going on mm-hmm. and I simply ask him to give me the strength to figure things out, right? Mm-hmm. Manifesting is setting a goal for yourself. And pushing yourself to get there. But on the journey, you have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see them not exactly the same. But I probably see it more similar than the average person because I'm not super religious. Like I don't read the Bible often or I don't study that, Mm -hmm. you know, religion and stuff like that. Not to offend anyone. I hope I'm not offending anyone. It's just my my beliefs. (laughs) But um. Yeah, I wanted to get your opinion on that, too. I'm getting a little deep on you. I'm sorry. But because once you said that, you were like, oh, like, how do I tie it in? I went boom, just to make sure I got the the right Bible verse. But it is Matthew 7, 7. And it says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and it shall be fine. So boom, that's manifestation in and out of itself. Like you ask and it's going to be given to you. Of course, you're going to have to put in the work. Um, but you're going to find it at one point. So I think that a lot of it like comes together, but it's just the different viewpoints and like limitations that people put on their own mindset um, and trying to judge everything like from right and wrong and all of that. Um, But wow. Okay. I'm going to go home after this and I'm going to think about it. I'm going to go and I'm going to ask my mom and my grandmother and I'm going to ask everybody I know. I'm going to be like, so... I asked this question on my Instagram the other day, but <laughs> now I got a whole new perspective on it. 
Yeah, um, you're gonna have to get back to me on that one. But that's that's why I like to say I believe in a higher power because mm-hmm. you know not everyone does believe in God. I right. do. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I believe him to a certain extent only because I didn't study him. Mm-hmm. But I know there's different forms of energy and people believe different things. Like, don't people believe in like crystals? Yeah. <laughs> What's that about? So that's another so, thing so, I've been getting so into crystals? Like, crystals myself. And like just learning more about it. And to some people, like crystals is like something crazy that you shouldn't even touch and whatnot. But the more I learn about it and like spirituality and all of that, it's just like crazy. But again, people just think differently. Now I'm gonna blow your mind real quick, right? Because this all ties together. Okay. Everything I just asked you, right? Mm-hmm. God manifesting future self, right? Mm-hmm. Who's to say you're not just praying to your future self? because you believe in it so hard that you're already going to be there. Like who's to say that you're not already there, but time's just catching up and you're praying to your future self. You ever think that deep? Cause I'm a firm believer and it played out already. It happened. Time's just catching up. So I think you can say that when I write and I journal, I talk to my future self because I believe in myself so much. Like at the beginning of the year, like 10 days ago, 11 days ago, I wrote a letter to myself on the, on January 1st, 2023, on everything that I'm going to have accomplished this year. So I do agree in a certain sense that I am like praying to God and like I'm talking to him, letting him know, like to give me the strength to complete X, Y, Z. But I'm also talking to my future self, thanking her for like doing everything that I set myself out to be. Yeah. So Word. <laughs> I just be thinking like bad deep. <laughs> I, I think so, I think way too deep sometimes. I'll be stressing myself out. <laughs> so talking about like thinking deep, um, I went to go see the tree at the Rockefeller Center um, on Christmas Eve. And I was with a um, group of my friends and I was just like talking to them. And I was like, do you not like think about all the people that are here? Like everybody here has their own like story, um, their own things that they're going through right now. And we're all here just staring at this tree. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) And they were like, do you really think like that? And I was like, I think, yeah, yeah, I think deep like that too. Sometimes I'm in the, even in the gym, going back to the gym real quick. I look at people like the either the new kids or the people that I see every single day. And I'm like, I don't ask you directly, but like, why are you here? Yeah. Like what, dri- like what drives has you? Their own like reason on why they started the gym. Everybody has their own demons that they have been fighting or like whatever they're going through. And I think about that all the time. Like people are like, Carla, you have like this resting bitch face at the gym. Or like, you look like you're so zoned in. And (laughs) although I am zoned in, I'm also very aware of everybody around me. And I'm just like, wow, like, why are you here? Like, uh, I I ask myself that so often. (laughs) But then I like post a video and I'm like, oh, you just exposed yourself, bro. You just commented on a, you know, a little sad post there, buddy. Got you. Okay. <laughs> let's go let's be friends right um with all of that being said and with all the deepness that we've been talking what is like one mantra that you like live your life by just keep going just keep going 
just keep going that's simple uh you wake up feeling like crap keep your morning ritual going you're gonna feel a little better that's why we have a morning ritual specific to ourselves get through the day get home try to feel a little better because tomorrow you still got to do it all over again just because you feel down or you're not motivated that day or you're feeling a little less inspired that day i wake up and tell myself every day on those bad days just keep going bro it's gonna play out how it's supposed to once you said that i just thought about like dory from finding nemo just keep swimming <laughs> just keep going <laughs> um and like for the people listening what is a piece of advice that you would give them other than just keep going um what i struggle with is getting out of your comfort zone you never know how many people you can encounter you know what i mean um for example i'm actually trying to switch up my career because right now i'm doing cnc machining but i'm kind of over it you know Mm-hmm. So I'm going to step out of my comfort zone a little more and actually study to try to be a personal trainer. Okay. I'm not a big studier. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to try to be a firefighter. I actually have my physical ex- exam on Thursday. Okay. But um, switch it up because sometimes the routine gets so stagnant that you're just stressing yourself out and you overthink things. Mm-hmm. So the best piece of advice I can give you is while you keep your daily rituals, switch one one minor detail about your day like three or four times a week and see how you react to it did it make the day better did it make it a little boring who knows you don't you can't become like a better person or grow if you're not trying different things Mm -hmm. so just try new things and see where it takes you and be positive while you do it don't just be like oh i'm gonna do this because i seen it I'm just going to try it because my friends are doing it. Really try something that you have an interest in and see where it takes you. And you never know, like, like this unfolded for me and I had no idea it was going to happen. Me and you, you both, know? because I <laughs> literally went to school, did criminal justice, law and sociology and graduated in 2020, the little forgotten class because of COVID. And then um, a position in higher ed opened up for me and I started working at American International College. Um, and while I was there, I was like, all right, like, you know what, since I'm already here um, and they'll help me pay for school, like might as well get my master's. So I started going to school for forensic psychology, but on top of like just the school environment, um, the environment of Springfield in general, and then just not being in the headspace where I wanted to be in school, it was a done deal, it was a wrap. But I had to keep that professionalism yep. and finish off the year because I was like, I'm not gonna leave my colleagues and my kids without my position being filled, making their life harder already. Um, with COVID going on, I didn't just wanna make te- things 10 times worse. Um, but never in a million years when I started my fitness journey, that I think that one, I was gonna be sharing my journey on social media, two, that I was gonna be um, personal training, that I was gonna start a podcast, like interviewing people and any of the things that I'm doing right now, I never thought I would be doing, but I'm having the best time of my life doing it. And when I left um, Massachusetts in June, I had no idea what I was like gonna do. I was unemployed for like three months. I was like, I have no idea 
what career I want to go to. Do I want to stay in higher ed? Do I want to go into working with the state? Like, what do I want to do? And I had already purchased like my NASM um, course. And I was like, I should, yeah. probably, you know, start studying that and start doing that. And then one thing led to another and people just kept asking, are you going to start personal training? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And I was like, maybe this is really like my calling and my purpose. And um, I just need to like focus and hone in on it. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And I've been getting like great, um, like just results, feedback. And I haven't even poured in as much as I want to. So like when I do, I'm just like, I know it's about to go like skyrocket um with that being said like what are some goals that you have for the new year uh goals for the new year uh i try to stay away what's up i was gonna say if you have any because i know a lot of people i've been seeing on social media they're just like i don't have no like new year's resolutions other than just like letting life pass me by so if you have any resolutions so I don't have any New Year's resolutions, but I do have goals that I didn't get to complete last year. Last year was a little rough for me. Mm-hmm. So I just roll them over into the new year. You know what I mean? Sure. To me, uh, December 31st, January 1st is just mm-hmm. like any other day. Mm-hmm. So my my biggest goal is to be happy, you know, because I, I struggled in 2021 a little bit, went through a rough patch a relationship that didn't work out, got distracted from my, from my little journey I was on, you know? Mm -hmm. So the main goal is to just real, like I said, try something new, uh, keep growing, uh, keep my head on straight and inspiring others to do the same. So as long as I'm doing that, I know every other minor goal I want to accomplish will unfold. Like, for example, I have social media goals too, but I don't want to get too lost in that. But I'm going to speak it into existence. I'll have 20K plus by the end of the year on IG. <laughs> I'll have 100K plus on TikTok and hopefully 1K on YouTube. I'm about to start posting on YouTube too. Yes, do it. Like like I mentioned earlier before we started recording, Gary V, he is the GOAT. And he always says, just like use your content on different platforms because different platforms bring in different people but you're still going to get the views. And then from your YouTube, you can bring them to your TikTok, from your TikTok to your Instagram and like vice versa. So I'm here for it all. Um, I tried YouTube like two years ago. Damn, I give it up to YouTubers because that shit is hard. It's work. (laughs) It's work. And I know a lot of them, like once they get big, they start um, hiring like editors and all of that. Yeah. But just like having a camera in your face throughout the whole day, I'm just like, how do you vlog your entire life? Like, I can't. I, I don't like to use the word I can't because I know if I wanted to, like I could, but I'm just, I feel like I would be miserable because I'm just like every second, I need to know if it's the perfect angle. Am I going to yeah. look good? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? And I'm just like, that's too much stress. Like, it's just me trying to fill my workouts and I feel pressure. And that's like maybe two hours of my life. Imagine like yep. eight hours, nine hours every day, Monday through Friday. No, that's tough. But then again, it is their full time job, though. That is true. I actually take back the I can't part because I, I do have YouTube videos up. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. But um, it, it gets stressful because, you know, editing by yourself and then it's almost like you're forcing entertainment and it's kind of going against my belief of remaining authentic 
Yep. So like, if I know I, I was meant to put out a YouTube video, I kind of like force myself to go out and try to look entertaining on camera. And it's like, yeah, I'd rather be at home right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to give it my all at all times. So YouTube is just a little rough because I don't have anyone to like really, you know, record or help me out too often. But that's why I stay on reels and TikTok. And I started posting my um, reels and TikToks on YouTube shorts. So technically I am posting on YouTube, mm-hmm. but doesn't count as a full video, I guess. Full video, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about like YouTube. And that What's way. your goals? I want to hear some of your goals for this year. Oh, Can't be I all have, about me. <laughs> I have a lot of goals this year. A lot of it is already in the works. And like I already have like the next like three to four months like kind of outlined in my head. Um, so I can only imagine where I'm going to be at, like in May, June, July, um, and what have I have already accomplished by then. Um, obviously, I have my social media goals as well. And like just yeah. um, trying to get my following up so I can spread my message to like a larger audience. Um, I think right now, one of my biggest goals, um, other than like the overall happiness and peace, um, is just getting my training down to a point where um, it's my full-time job. It's my income. I don't have to worry about anything else. Um, And just helping as many people as I could without like overlapping so many sessions in a week, Um, trying to get this podcast out and creating something sustainable, something of value for the people that are listening. I think that's why I'm putting my heart into season two and like bringing so many people because season one, it was like trial and error. It was me trying to figure out the mic, trying to figure out how I edit, um, trying to figure out like, honestly, one of the biggest things in season one was just hearing my own voice. It was so annoying. I was like, do I honestly sound like this? And then I would like cringe. I'm like, am I going to post that? But then when I didn't post, people were like, oh, like I miss your talks. I miss you saying, bueno dia, todo el mundo, hello everyone and all that. And I'm just like, okay. So like the people like it, it's just me creating all these limitations in my own head. Um, And yeah, I had to get over that. I'm like giving it my all season two. Um, So other than training and like podcasts is just really like working with companies that I truly believe in and hopefully, you know, they pour back into me Um, and just traveling, networking. And I know we mentioned like when we were going back and forth in DMs, like just networking, creating content with other um, content creators around the area and sharing our journeys together. Um, that's really big for me because I am an ambivert. Like I'm not really an introvert, but I'm not an extrovert. I have to put myself out there. Um, and yep. my networking event that I went to last year um, in June that or July, that really like kickstarted where I'm at now. So I can't mm-hmm. wait to go back to that for a second time and they're like oh like what have you accomplished in this year and I'm like girl let me tell you I accomplished like all of this um and then just keep going back and I don't know maybe host my own kind of like group and like have like people that want to like better themselves kind of feed off of each other without judgment it's easier said than done um but yeah yeah 
I got you right now. I'm about to plant the seed in your brain. Discord. Discord? <laughs> Start a Discord. What's that? Discord. So it's a little app that you can have like your own channel. And it's basically like your own little, um, I don't want to say society, like your own little <laughs> fan base that, and they all could talk to each other. You could post something in your discord channel. And like, for example, you could take the link of this podcast and put it right in there. And all your supporters who are like, you're basically separating from all your authentic supporters who truly support you. Mm-hmm. And then like the people that are just like scrolling, you know what I mean? Right. So it's basically like a, a group chat, but everybody got profile pictures. They could all talk. You could have multiple channels. Like you could say, for example, you have your podcast channel and then you have all your trainees, like the people you're training in one channel. And then you have people that like say you drop merch. You you have them that want merch. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I'll actually... I'll send you a screenshot of a Discord that I'm in. Okay. I'm actually um I'm in a, a OBR investing mm-hmm. uh Discord right now. And they're a company based out of Boston who basically teach people how to trade stocks and make money in the stock market and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because sometimes you, it's almost like a paywall. You could actually put a paid subscription behind it too. So like five dollars a month to talk to me personally and you know, have this little community of yours going, you know? Okay. Yes. Discord. Um, I want to get into Discord soon. <laughs> can you imagine that, like, I don't know, six months from now, we do like a part two of our um, episode right now and we just popped off on Discord? Like, who knows? Yo, I think we should. Yes. I want. I think we should. Because from this podcast alone, like, this is our first time talking mm-hmm. and we have a lot in common like the manifesting and praying we have similar goals we do f- the fitness stuff social media uh i wanted to get into podcasting but i'm gonna talk to you about that offline can't give no ideas out there you know what i mean <laughs> and we definitely need a part two to see where we get from today yes, yes. i think that would be sick that'd be dope just like inviting um everyone back and just kind of like just talking about where we have been like six months from now or by the, the end of the year, that'd be like, yeah, yeah, that'd be super cool. Um, now for like a fun little bonus question. Um, do you prefer training upper body or lower body? Legs. What? <laughs> lower no. body. No. Lower bo- Come on. I know you see my Instagram. You see all those pictures of just my legs. I can I hit know. a chest day and flex my legs for no reason. <sighs> I mean, I'm a leg day kind of guy. Maybe it stems from your injury. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um. Yeah. No, I started off like with the whole, I mean, ideology of trying to get like slim thick and like trying to have like <laughs> the thighs and the butt and all of that. But I can't yeah. not. Now I dread leg days. I'm like, oh, wow. if I can work out some triceps and some shoulders, I'm golden. Golden. What? Yeah. You're like the, you're probably the first female I ever heard say that. Yeah, I feel Honestly, like, um, I feel because like everyone is like of, big, big booty. Yeah. That's <laughs> what, what I go for. That's what I go for, <laughs> which I understand. Because again, I started that way. But um, 
this is where it it goes back to like changing your ideology and like what you want to look like when you first start um your journey to like now because I remember I used to not like the muscular look on women and obviously that look um differs from like person to person but I remember not wanting to look too masculine or too cut and too this. And I'm just like, now I love it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get too brolic. And obviously a woman's body is completely different. So we have to work harder. But like, I'm just trying to get Aki mm -hmm. and like having my arms built. <laughs> and a lot of girls, like they don't like training upper body because they're scared. They're going to automatically like get big. And I'm like, that's just not how it works. Like, no, but I definitely... Yeah. I like upper body more than lower body, like hands down. Whoa. I, well, I think it's because I'm so like upper body dominant that the grind is way harder for my legs. Like my legs took way longer to grow than my upper body did. Mm -hmm. Like I'm chest dominant. There's no reason my squat should be like 385 and then my bench is 325. Like that's way too close. You know what I mean? That is close. <laughs> but now that you say that it kind of does make sense because i have to go harder for my upper body than my lower body yeah i also just don't like the pain of just like walking out of the gym and like you have like jello legs i mean i do and i don't um but like when you first get back into it that soreness feels good but then after a while you're just like ugh, like here we over go. it over <laughs> it um yeah but I really do appreciate you and coming onto the podcast. Um, I posted the other day on my Instagram, like to shoot your shot, because like, you never know what can happen from like shooting your shot. And like, it was so random that like you DM me about the podcast and you're like, yo, yep. I know you have a podcast. Like whenever you want, like we can film something and like you shot your shot. And I was like, actually I'm looking yeah. for <laughs> because I wanted to have like a female to male ratio. So if anybody listening to this gets anything out of all of everything that we talked about is to shoot your shot because you just don't know what can come from that. And you miss a hundred shots. Wait, what's the quote? You miss a hundred. You miss a hundred shots. You don't take. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> my brain is fried. Like I said, my time is nine o'clock. So my brain is already like, okay, we're starting to wind down. Um, mm -hmm. But no, seriously, I really do appreciate you coming onto the podcast. Um, this was our first conversation um, fully and not just like in DMs and all that. And we're going to work out Saturday, Saturday, create some dope content. And then hopefully, you know, we can keep on networking, collaborating. And if we do do another part two to this episode it'll be dope to just see where we have come in just like a couple of months more to come because my thoughts are still going to be going wild <laughs> so <laughs> i think it's dope oh go what's up i think it's dope oh uh, that you had me on I, obviously i shot my shot i just wanted to point out i was at work saw the link in your bio listened to all of it literally so i was like all right i'm just gonna ask if i could hop on here real quick the worst that could happen when you shoot your shot, people, is they're going to say no. That's it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully your ego isn't too big where that hurts. Just try to find another way to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. um, I shot my shot specifically because I want people to pick my brain a little bit. I feel like uh, I don't really get to ask the questions that I was asking.
than you today get other opinions because people just see me as like Jim Rat Corey, Jim Rat Corey. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to put my real self on display. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do that today. Of course, of course. And this is only the beginning. The best is yet to come. There's going to be amazing things coming our way individually, together, and all of the above. So do you want to tell anything else to the audience? Um, be positive. Spread peace, love, and positivity always. Like you said, shoot your shot, take chances, get out your comfort zone. You never know what you're going to get out of it. If you have a goal, chase it. Even on your rough days, it's not going to be an easy road. And just be yourself at all times, no matter what people say, because there's always going to be people who accept you for who you are. I love it. And that's it. <laughs>